0: Yeah. This is The Relevant Podcast. It's episode 1079, and it's a Relevant Podcast. Here in Orlando, I'm your host, Cameron Strang, and joining me from Loverland, Virginia, it's Jesse Carey. Hello, hello, hello. And if you heard Friday's show, you know that Derek and Jamie are both out on vacation. Well, Derek's not on vacation. He's working. He's uh, finishing up his new album. He's in L.A. right now. But joining us from L.A., once again, our friend, rapper, poet, coffee business owner. Uh, too many accolades to mm-hmm. list. Propaganda.
1: Hey, if I could fly into the sky, yeah, I'd be the substitute, the third guy. <laughs> on the <velvet> pod. <laughs> I was the wondering ringtone. how you were
0: going to top the awkwardness of last episode's oh, intro. Oh, baby. Yes, You, sir. you have successfully
2: Vanessa Carlton to do it. You used Vanessa I appreciate that. Yeah. That's yeah. great. Uh, we have a
0: great show in store for you today. Coming up later, we talk to Lecrae. Uh, he joins us. At the end of the show, we have a summer edition of Would You Rather. Also, today... We release the summer issue of Relevant. Our digital magazine is out. We feature Lauren Daigle on the cover. Huge new album. Big new season for her. Very excited to uh, tell you all about the new issue. Emily will join us for that. Um, and, uh, we'll take you behind the scenes on, on all the features and conversations we had. I'm excited for you guys to see it. So don't miss that segment that's coming up later. Uh, we have slices coming up, but before we get rolling, listeners of Friday show know that on Friday you dropped the fourth installment, your new album, the fourth installment of your Terraform series called the possibilities. It's fantastic. We told people to go get it. They've heard it. We talked about the book, we've talked about the, the coffee, we talked about the the larger vision for the project, but I wanted today to dig into the album a little bit more. Uh, for those of you who haven't heard it yet, uh, we're going to play a few songs, a couple highlights from the project, but honestly, uh, it, you need to just go get it. Just go get it. I mean, it's on Spotify and Apple Music and everywhere you get your music, so go get it. It's terrifying the Possibilities. Um, but Prop, I wanted to talk today a little bit more about the album itself. Uh, tell, us, tell us about it, man.
1: Yeah, man. I, I, uh, I do feel like this is my best work, man. Uh, okay, God, okay, you... like, let unpack
0: that. I want to know
1: this. As a creator,
0: do you feel everything you put out is the best thing you've done yet? Or have you no. ever released something
1: where you thought, uh, eh, didn't quite land? Yeah. But that's the second where you're just like, it was good. I thought it was good. And then you come back and listen to it later and you could be like, dang, the one before that did it worked better. You know? Uh, Um, you I never put out something that I'm questionable about, like where I'm just like, I don't know. You know what I'm saying? I always at the time think it's quality. You know what I'm saying? But is it my best work? And I'm like, Right, I don't, I don't, I don't think so, man. Some there's so many elements. It's like there's my writing, then there's the production, then there's the mixing, then there's when the time and it's like did this really work it felt good it's it's not subpar but I could look back and say but that project man everything clicked you know some Mm. of it's magic like some of it you just can't I, I don't know what to say it's just magic you know what I mean um and if you I'm be if you're familiar with my like cat my catalog like I definitely thought you know in 2012, when Excellent came out, like, I was like, yo, this is the best album I've ever made, you know? And at the time, it was. Then, fast forward to Crooked in 2017, I was like, nah, dude, that's the best record I've made. Then, fast forward to 2021, so there's albums in between that, you know what I'm saying? And then 2021, when we did, when we started the Terraform Project, the 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 People EP with Malski, with DJ Malski, I was like, yeah, dude, we figured it out, you know? And I thought at that moment, like, Yeah, I don't know if I'm ever going to top this EP, you know. And then this one came and it's just. I I think. I'm the type of artist where I can kind of fit anywhere because I'm just so eclectic, like I like so many different things. There's nowhere that I feel like, yo, this is 100% hand in glove. This is my lane. This is what I do. I just I just like too many things, you know, like you know, Le- Lecrae is like one of my closest friends, and I'm like, we 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 can work, but it's it's different. This album is produced by King's Kaleidoscope, you know what I'm saying? And I'm like, well, Lecrae wouldn't do a King's Kaleidoscope thing, like that just doesn't work. But it works for me, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So I feel like, and then Derek mixed mixed and mastered it, so you have somebody like Derek adding the boom bap to the crazy eclectic musical artistry that King's Kaleidoscope feels, I was just like, bang, nailed it. Like, this is all of the parts of me in one record and done, and it worked, you know? uh as a creative like i can honestly mm-hmm. say because i'm a fan of hip-hop too like a lot of times people make stuff and they're not really a fan of the genre i hate hearing rappers say that all the time where it's like i really don't listen to hip-hop anymore I'm like whatever That's bro. crazy. yeah i'm not really i don't really listen to that. whatever yeah. i listen to hip-hop i'm still a fan of hip-hop and i'm like and i could tell you even if i even if i record a song if i'm like this song's trash no one's ever gonna hear this because it's not good you know um i it won't come out it won't come yeah. out the studio this one, I'm like, I really believe this is my best album. The crazy thing for me, thinking about like
0: how awesome, I'm wired man. and create, and we create in very different lanes. Mine's media and writing and stuff yeah. like that. Is like we'll work our, we'll pour our blood, sweat, and tears into an issue of the magazine when we we're doing print, uh, or an article, or a podcast, or a project, and then like I put it out. But I mean, obviously, you're listening to it, you're 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 reading mm-hmm. it, you're going through it twenty, fifty times. And then it's out, it's out. Because I'm a tinkerer, right? I, like yeah. I can't, I, once it's out, I can never look at it again. I've never opened an issue of Relevant Magazine wow. after it came off the press. Yeah, Because I'm thinking about the next one. I'm an Enneagram 7, so it's on yeah. to the next. And my next one's going to be my best one. So I'm yeah. going to beat whatever it was. And I, the thing that's weird to me about you guys, musicians, is that you put out an album that at the time, like you were just saying, was great great. You felt it was your best work at that time. Mm-hmm. And then a year or two later you've evolved, you have new ideas. You can't go back and tinker with that thing, but you still have to perform it. Oh God! So it'd be like me, like pulling up a magazine from five years earlier. Having a read- and I, <laughs> I got to read you an article that I wish I yeah. could reedit. You know what yeah. I mean? Like how do you deal with that tension of like, you don't <coughs> love the stuff that your fans love yeah. as much as they love it, but you got to give
1: them what they want. But you know, yeah, they don't realize you parts. moved on to a
0: new era.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. revisit. It yeah, truly. Sometimes. I think it's two parts. Yeah. One, it's like again, um, at once. Once it's out, it doesn't belong to me no more. You know what I'm saying? Like, and and again, since I'm a fan of music, I'm a fan of concerts. I want to when I go to concerts, I want to sing along. I don't want to hear new music. I don't want to hear. I want to. I want to feel what I felt when I first heard this track. You know what I'm saying? So, Vanessa Carlton. Yeah, big exactly. Inspiration. I, that's exactly it. So. So at that point, I'm like, okay, this is dope. Like one of the reasons I wanted to do music was because I wanted to provide for people what the music provided for me. Like I I was like, dang, I want to give that to people. You know what I'm saying? So part of you as a performer knows that this is a service to the crowd and I'm, 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 I'm providing a service to you. And then how I keep my sanity is like if anybody's ever seen me perform like. Like I'm doing different things with it. It's like once you, it's almost like performing means you get to tinker. You know what I'm saying? So since I'm performing it, I get to say things a little differently. I get to change up the chorus a little bit. It's so that now I'm giving you an experience live that isn't just like listening to the record, but at the same time, it's still that song. So in a lot of ways, you do get to tinker. The performance is the tinkering. You know what I'm saying? You get to add drops that you know should have been there. You know what I'm saying? I get Mm. to like change the beat up a little bit onto the second verse and I'm just like, I find out, which is kind of what you're saying, I enjoy the live version that I'm performing way better than the recorded one, you know what I'm saying? Because like you said, I'm doing it every night and I'm discovering doper things to do it. I'm just getting, me and my DJ and the band are like coming up with different grooves that made the song lift even more, you know? So like, I I am tinkering, you know what I'm saying?
0: That's cool, I I didn't think of it like that. It's a living and breathing thing, which that's cool. All right. So new album, seven yeah. tracks. It's the fourth installment in the Terraform series. Yeah. It's the last one uh, and, and the best one. I mean, it really is as good yeah. as the other ones have been. This one's another level. I uh, love the production, love everything about it. Um, let's give our listeners yeah. a little sample, a little taste. We'll play a little clip. Tell us about it. Yeah.
1: I would say probably track uh, two right now, which is called No Time. Um and tell uh, us about that song yeah that was the first beat they played for me um that made me be like okay yeah we i want y'all to produce this record so it's it's really on some like kind of kind of fanagrammy uh you know kind of sonic uh palette and it's just it's like again since since the possibility is the idea of like this is imagining the better future is the culmination of all we were we were working towards so each idea in this album is like the resolve like this is what i've learned you know what i mean and this is the world i'm trying to live in so this no time is about you know living in the present you know what i'm saying and um wake and not i don't want to wake up realizing that i've given away look grasping for something that wasn't there whether it's my past you know what i'm saying where you're grasping at the past like you can't hold on to that or grasping at the future but just like let's invest in our future let's enjoy where we're at right now you know what i'm saying and invest in where we're going so yeah like so this one actually features chad and uh max from ollie um but yeah it's a fun track man here it is Change your location or stays on staycation But the things you gotta face Remains with no erasing And procrastination Might give a sensation That you cool with it all Yelling you don't wanna wake up You hearing all my mirror talk Bargaining with fierce cars a Corner of my eyes Is the cross I better take up You gonna have to face up Homie you just play tough Homie you just say stuff You don't wanna wake up awesome. Alright,
0: what's your What's
1: another track we should highlight? Man, uh Probably Uh uh, just earth with new skin um mm-hmm. this one is uh when you hear the chorus anybody like well not anybody like when you hear the chorus like it's it's a c.s lewis re- reference um the idea of like moving further further up and further in it's it's the idea of the new heavens and the new earth right um and just kind of examining like um again like what am i valuing You know what I'm saying? And I like, I want to value and, and again, not like looking for this like other place, like even just theologically speaking, like the new heavens and the new earth is what he's trying to say is like, well, it's this, it's here. It's just made right it's here right correct you know what i'm saying um so just kind of like saying well we can live like that now like on earth as it is in heaven like let's live like that now let's live as if again already but not yet you know what i'm saying so let's live in that that beauty right now um so this this song is designed to be beautiful you know
2: Prop question about like you have like a concept like this which is obviously really profound and you know there's some high concept stuff to it but there's also like something that i feel like a lot of people especially People who are Christians can relate to. Do you take those themes and bring it to the producers, or do you kind of let their like different you know beats and, and like what's the starting yeah. point and how does that how do how do you combine it and track like this?
1: Yeah, usually um, I'm usually like the type of guy that like kind of writes in isolation. Like send me stuff and I'll just go write. This was the first project, which again, why I think is so special, where we did discuss concepts. You know what I'm yeah. saying? Um, because I, I I trust I trust Chad very much as far as like what he's going to come up with, and that was actually like his
2: interpretation, his of it. interpretation
1: yeah. and stuff. So they played the things, and um, you know, part of the experience even with this project was like I let I let myself be produced. So you create this this the palette. Like they sent me the ideas, and then. Yeah, we discussed them. You know what I'm saying? Um so generally this this was i have never worked in this process the way that we have now. But I think what I try to pride myself in and valuing is taking very lofty concepts and making them approachable. You know what I mean? Like that's something I value as an artist, you know, or at least I try to do. So I feel like unless I told you that it was this high and lofty idea you wouldn't know. You would just be like, it's yeah. a cool song. You know what I'm saying? Mm. Well, here it is. This <laughs> cannot be the whole goal of existence. Talking further up, further in, it's <laughs> just earth. With new skin, talking about, further up, further in, it's just earth. With new skin, talking about, talking about, and further up, further in.
0: All right, last one little sampler it's seven yeah. tracks on the ep we're doing three we're gonna highlight three of them yeah what's one what's the last one we want to leave them with if, if you weren't convinced on the first two samples we just gave you here's the one that's gonna seal the deal
1: all right so this last one is like it's called the inling and this is a, a surprise for me like i actually didn't think everyone that I played this record, I didn't think people would stop on this one, but they have. Right. So I'm mm-hmm. like, I'm, I'm kind of like rapping, rapping on this one. This is for those who like have known me since tunnel rats. You know what I'm saying? So like, um, uh, this is getting the bars out. Now the song's called the Inling," um, and a little Easter egg. I'm going to reveal for my whole career, which, uh, I feel like relevance been the only outlet that's been around my whole career. Um, what about Rapzilla? You were giving them some love online the other oh, day. Oh, yeah. That huh? They, they did have a good been around my family. whole career. Oh, I right. forgot about yeah. them. I, mean, I apologize. I I'm, I'm shit, sorry, Rapzilla. No, yeah, I, I, very, I very apologize. Respect <laughs> on your name. As a matter of fact, they was there during the Tunnel Rat years, so I apologize. That's right. Uh, yeah, so my, my whole solo career would be relevant. Um, but go. uh But I apologize. Um, but what I have done on every album is there's an easter egg on every album for my next project like on all of them i've always dropped either the name or the concept of the next project on every record and um you just have to like you just have to go find them right uh i'm not gonna tell you but this is the only time i'm gonna tell you so the ending is the easter egg for my next book you know, so the next book is actually built around the concept of the Enly. But um, yeah, so cool. check this one out. We're wrapping on this. Here it is.
2: Deep the cave Get y'all watching Jupiter's phases Pretending y'all amazing Most occasions Leave a
1: stage aching Screaming Jason We call you by your government To hear just how desperate How we ever let it get Mission jerk to a
0: All right, You've heard three songs It's out now It came out on Friday If you heard Friday's show You know it is out now Go get it yourself Get it on every Every platform that you Get music on Yep uh, Go support great art This is good stuff You're gonna love it And uh while you're at it Get the book Get, get some the coffee Get the book Get the coffee Sip the coffee While you're reading the book And listening to the album I mean it's a whole thing Get a leather a chair experience. Quiet room Just yeah. do it Set up good Promo code speakers. relevant
1: yeah. 15% off There
0: you go Terraformcoldbrew.com Terraformcoldbrew.com Perfect Alright Well let's move the show along Coming up next It's Slices It's
3: Slices
0: the to Bo Millie, The song is Making Friends. How do you do that as an adult? It's weird. Season four of The Chosen is in theaters now and the reviews that count are in.
1: Amazing. Did not disappoint.
0: Flurry of emotions. It was powerful, heartbreaking, uplifting.
1: You have got to come and see it. It is a message for everybody. I highly recommend that you come out and see The Chosen season four.
0: Episodes one through three of The Chosen season four are in theaters till February 14th. So visit thechosenriseup.com and get your tickets now. That's thechosenriseup.com for tickets today. Okay, it's time for Slices. Slices. It's going to be a short one because we only have two slices today because I didn't bring one. Jason, our producer, uh, is your mic on? Did you bring a slice? Nah, man. Don't have one. See? All right, we got two slices then. Okay. Jesse, what do you have?
2: Well, you know what really outrages me? And I'm a Uh-oh. person that is constantly looking for something new to be outraged about. <laughs> Mostly things that don't affect me directly. But if they did affect me directly, I'd be extra outraged. And I need people yeah. to be able to hear about that. Yes. Um, and make it the primary thing that I'm known for online is hmm. whatever is uh, just outraging me that day they need the world needs my grievances mm-hmm. because I came from a place of real righteousness I think you guys can all relate here um <laughs> and nothing outrages me more than when a brand is selling items that don't perfectly align with every one of my values even though I'm no way an obligated to shop that for that product or with that brand <laughs> Yes. Nothing outrages me. Well, more.
0: you're not alone in this, I think. I think a lot of America no, I've, agrees I've, with you. I'm kind of a pioneer.
2: I'm kind of a pioneer. I'm trying to show oh, okay. people the way to, to yeah. really infect, enact change and, and, and point people in the right direction. And, uh, you know, I think
0: you just said infect, not affect, but
2: uh, same point. Freudian slip there. Um, <laughs> uh, that's why I was uh, just, you know, absolutely in full grievance mode. Mm-hmm. Uh, in recent days, uh, when I saw what Hobby Lobby was doing, just Uh-oh. when I thought that I had access to a real shale, chain. now full disclosure, I don't shop at Hobby Lobby because I'm not a big hobbyer. but still this outraged me.
0: Hey, um, yeah, I'm going to be honest with you. I have this story came out that I'm not, I'm not going to give it away. You give it away. But this story came out a few days ago and I had dinner with my parents that night that we yeah. posted it. And they were talking about, because my parents and I are very different, and they get outraged about things that I do not. And they were talking about certain brands that had let them down. Uh And I Mm -hmm. threw out there, well, I can't believe your beloved Hobby Lobby is now, you know, one of those brands. Their mouths dropped. They couldn't believe it. And I told them very straight faced everything you're about to tell us as though it was completely true. (laughs) <laughs> they are so disappointing.
1: Yeah, this is true. so
2: funny. No, but 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 again, uh even though I don't shop at Hobby Lobby yeah. or I don't drink Bud Light, I am very very uh, uh mad at them. And um but it, so uh, an image went viral uh, uh, that was evidently taken in Hobby Lobby that showed uh, aisles in the store, uh, which are filled with little knickknacks and crafting things. I, again, I've never even actually been in a Hobby Lobby, but I, but you get
0: the There's idea. Some yeah. parts of it's like a Michael's Crafts. Some parts of it's yeah. like a Home Goods. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's like kind of a both end. Yeah. yeah, I've never and in my life in- stepped foot in a
1: Hobby Lobby. But anyway, go on.
2: And in these photos of these aisles full of like picture frames and like little wooden letters that you can use, you know, a little for your last name (laughs) on your mantle or live life love or live laugh love kitchen decor were (laughs) the most heavy metal awesome statues I've ever seen. They are straight up like, you know, demonic figures sitting on a throne. It's they're all like blacked, murdered out. Like blacked out, you know, big horns with like, you know, goat hooves on the hands. I'm talking the most (laughs) metal home decor you've ever seen in your life. Like if I had a music studio, it it would be like, let's, let's, let's do some Metallica in here. Like they are going in there. Yeah. Uh, you know, comically demonic, okay? Like, Which is to, to shocking
0: the, because Hobby Lobby, such a Christian yeah. company. And,
2: and the thing yep. is like, they are massive. Like everything else in there is a trinket. These things are bigger than life size. <laughs> yeah. Like, these yeah. are like eight foot <laughs> demon statues. Yeah. Obviously they're oh, hilarious To see them on the aisle next to little, you know, trinkets and, and, and you know, crafting supplies. I think the average person would probably come across this and, and realize this is some sort of joke, but this is not outraged. Mm -hmm. No, 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 (laughs) because we have to hold brands account to our ever changing, uh, goalposts of, of moral standards. Um, there you go. (laughs) Um, uh, th- these images went viral, and a lot of people were openly on on TikTok and Twitter expressing outrage about uh, how Hobby Lobby could could start selling this. Um, now it was it wasn't until uh, a little bit of time later that it was revealed that the images were actually produced using the AI image uh, creation software MidJourney, which is a lot of Mid-Journey. fun to move around on, and yeah. uh, aren't real. They were just AI performance art, right? Like someone created the images and, and posted them on a, you know how things spread on the internet. On but it, it was a really She did funny, it as a
0: joke for a Reddit thread. It's yeah. just like, hey, you know, look what I saw. And then people grabbed it and then took it to TikTok and it went crazy. She said it took her like 10 minutes on MidJourney. She just like, click, yeah. click, s- satanic statue at Hobby Lobby. Literal <laughs> and joke. And it was totally
2: real. But but I think the, the entire, more than just the imagery itself, the whole exercise- is Mm -hmm. a pretty funny piece of performance art just to show, you know, uh, how easily sort of, um, you know, I, I hate to use the term, but like triggered some people can be online even if what is triggering them is detached from the reality of the situation especially when it comes to like retail brands anyway i thought it was i thought the whole thing was very funny um also i
0: never told my parents at that dinner that they were fake or made with ai i just i pulled up the photos uh, and showed it to them uh, as proof i was like yeah look they're selling this now can you believe that lobby has gone
2: but 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 yeah. But but the thing is too, like, how hard would you have to even like, th- like, what would the market be for eight foot demon statues? Like, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, maybe at Halloween. I don't know. Yeah, like, yeah
0: exactly. the whole Depot sells yeah, those thirty foot tall
1: skeletons. You know. Yeah. What market researcher at Hobby Lobby walked in with the proposal and was like, "Listen, dude, we want to acquire some new uh, a new fan base. Um, yeah. And there's this lane we just haven't been tapping into." <laughs> A cult, witches. Yeah, if they're gonna come in here and protest us anyway, they're coming in and they're boycotting. They're already coming in. What if they come in and they see something? They go, "Oh, wait a minute. We thought they were lame, and we found these demon statues that had to have been. Sounds like
0: smart business. (laughs) Expanding your customer base. It's great. It's brilliant. Yeah. It turns out it's all fake. And people, just a word to the wise, it's 2023. You cannot believe your eyes. You can't believe what you see or what you hear. Please source yeah. it. Fact check. Be more media literate. Don't go see it's, a photo and then jump on your TikTok and rant about it.
1: Like, maybe, maybe just check. I was going to say, especially in this season of like, I mean, if we're in election season. Guys, please don't, don't believe these ads, man. You know, because... Uh, how easy is it like there was already one uh i mean uh, passed around with like trump uh hugging anthony fauci and it was like well this is mid-journey like that didn't really happen like so you can't y'all like have some literacy man you know well and and
2: and even even when images like this turn out to be authentic choose your battles you know what i'm saying like (laughs) thank you it, we, we as as Christians aren't necessarily supposed to be the enforcers of, you know, morality here. But early Christians didn't seek power. They tried to speak to it, right? Like that was let's the model go. of the early church, right? Like let's th- go, Jesse. Th- 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 there's, there's a difference between trying to exercise power and trying to speak to that power so that, you know, they understand. That that the, the 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 heart of the gospel isn't about enforcing social and moral standards. It, it it's about turning people to, to, to Christ and, and and embracing you know the the heart yeah. of the gospel. So again, I think because of all those reasons, that was this whole incident was very funny to me.
0: I get you, I hear your heart, and I agree with it. But also, there would be people who are the people who genuinely do feel offended or like imposing your, you know, it's a do unto others as you'd have them do to you thing. Like you wouldn't have big Christian propaganda in your secular store. Why do you have things that offend Christians, you know, propaganda in your secular store? So I think, you know, the people who are truly offended with the right heart. I mean, they would point to Jesus turning over the money changers in the temple and things like that, where he did say enough is enough. This isn't appropriate. And they stood up to the powers that be, not just. Possibly speak to
2: yeah, him. but but real quick, he didn't go and and smash idols to other gods in the marketplace. He flipped Paul over the used, tables in in his own temple. In his right? own like, temple, yeah, yeah, exactly. He wasn't going into the temple of Baal or whatever and and smashing it up or protesting pagans or protesting any of these you know activities that you know the the Romans yeah. were doing or, or whomever he was speaking to. It, that wasn't that was he he understood like. Our battles aren't flesh and blood here. Like, if I'm going to be uh, offended by people who don't have my, don't share my worldview, then I'll spend my life offended. Instead, maybe I should yeah. reach those people and try to understand their worldview, and instead of just trying to make them feel like. I'm going to destroy their livelihoods if they know. Or
0: just Sodom and Gomorrah. I mean, you could just like leave and then burn it to the ground. You know, you just don't, you boycott (laughs) the target and then you just burn (laughs) the building to the ground. I think that's (laughs) the the logical next step. Prop, what was your, what was your (laughs) Yes,
1: exactly. I was going to go where you were going, where it was like, well, he flipped tables in his own temple. And that's what he was. That's what, that's where it happened. But, but I was going to say like a, a little bit of like, uh, okay guys let's everybody calm down it's just a corporation you know and yeah. it doesn't really care you know what i'm saying like uh it so what i think about like let's pick i'll pick on everybody right now like so when when the left and the secular world was boycott boycotting uh chick-fil-a for the mm-hmm. sundays and their stance on the lgbtq like i uh, chick-fil-a didn't care like I, you know, what I'm saying like I, we, you, you say whatever you want. We gonna still sell this chicken. You know, I'm not, I'm not gonna. It doesn't matter. We're just a corporation. You know, what I'm saying. So on the same time when they were when that same world was boycotting Hobby Lobby over their birth control, it, Hobby Lobby didn't care. They're they're fine. So now on the other around, like uh, Anheuser Busch doesn't care. You know, what I'm saying. <laughs> then that, mm-hmm. that you're boycotting, mm-hmm.
0: but. They don't care they care they, you know banheiser bush cares now uh they you know the I- irony uh, we're recording yeah, this yeah on that i was gonna day. say that
1: was like this this is that was my point i was gonna make because they own modello so
0: well i wasn't gonna Modelo's, say they,
1: they do oh. they do
0: own modello but the the irony is last night there was a major like global marketing awards in france and Cannes, and it's like the oscars for the for marketing and advertising And the agency of the year, the campaign of the year was Anheuser-Busch and the vice president of marketing who has been there for 20 years, had to get up there and like accept this award, which was awarded before the Dylan uh, uh, controversy in February. And so like, like he was like, they won this award prior to their business collapsing. Literally they've lost, like their sales were down 27% this month over last month, 26% the month before that they have collapsed. And he had to get up there and accept this award for being the best marketing uh, department in the globe, which is hilarious to me. And he talked about how they humbly didn't understand their consumers well enough. And he had to basically just eat crow the entire time. Uh, okay. Well,
1: I, anyway. I stand corrected on my last point. He like, said, like,
2: Hey, remember those frogs, Remember those frogs? They yeah, were those the frogs, frogs were amazing. they were yeah. great. What Listen, we <laughs> but had yeah, to bang but
1: to the, the point out yeah, but the point I was making about that is like now yeah, yeah. Modelo is the number one uh, beer in America and they also cool. own Modelo. So I'm like, okay, so one so one, one craft beer on that in the yeah. US,
0: uh, Anheuser-Busch brews Modelo. But okay. it's this weird thing where globally, Anheuser-Busch, InBev owns Modelo in every country of the world except for the U.S. It's this weird thing where the U.S. distributor is outside of InBev, Anheuser-Busch, but still hires Anheuser-Busch to <laughs> brew the actual beer. So it's <laughs> okay. like An, An, Anheuser-Busch is getting the Modelo money left and right globally and domestically. And people are like not buying Anheuser-Busch and they're buying Modelo.
2: It's not dissimilar from that episode of Seinfeld where... Elaine gets outraged by poor customer service at like this, like exotic clothing store. And she goes Uh out of her way to try to essentially do the Seinfeld version of canceling a business, which is, you know, trying to destroy some of the merchandise to comic effect only to find out. That she is actually driving, that the store that she's driving the customers to is owned by the same person. <laughs> like, yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, yeah. Well, what, what, what? It's a like every mattress interesting...
0: store is owned by the same company. Every mattress yeah. store is owned by the same company. But
2: yeah. what an unintentionally funny, funny commentary on cancel culture. You know, decades before that was even a thing. Yeah, 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 that's yeah. What it's what like I, we're yeah. not going
0: to so drink like... Anheuser Busch anymore. And Natural Light is down. Um, Michelob Ultra is down. All of the Anheuser Busch stuff that people know are Anheuser Busch has dropped. Yeah. 20% or more since the controversy, except they're buying Modelo now, which is also anheuser Bush, which is so crazy to me. Okay. All right. Well, people are stupid. I think the whole point of this <laughs> is be more, Sorry. more media literate people. That's yes. it. Just be more media literate. That's all we want.
2: And worry about issues that affect people's lives and not just random companies trying to sell merch to people you may or may not agree with. But like there are, there are real, there's real suffering out there. There's real, issues True. that affect people you know pretty dramatically and you only have so many spins around the sun here you only got so many breaths that you can use in your life let's you know I, I'm, I'm not trying to sound you know self-righteous here but i'm just saying like is this the thing you want to you know you want to spend is your this life the worrying hill? about yeah. like yeah exactly like yeah. That, again it's that's just sorry that's my own high horse of like come on guys like what do, what what are we what are we what are we focused on here you know
0: Mm-hmm. Well, I said it going to be a short slice, but we have fully run out of time for this segment. So, Prop, you're off the hook, man. We got this. I think that the first time in 15 years, 15 plus years, we had a one-item slice segment. Wow. This is unprecedented. Look at us. All right. Stay tuned up next. Lecrae joins us.
3: oh
0: Listening to Kiana Lede and Khalid. The song is Where You Go. Well, Relevant has a lot happening this year, and we don't want you to miss a thing. Make sure to sign up for our newsletter right there on the front page at relevantmagazine.com, and we'll send you our top five trending stories into your inbox every weekday. We'll also send you a weekly uh, podcast newsletter with the latest episodes, some uh, fan extras and first peeks at the new shows that we're going to be rolling out throughout this year. Make sure to sign up. It's the best way to keep in touch with everything we got going on. Well, our guest today is Lecrae. Uh You know him. He's a friend of the show. He's been a friend of the magazine for years and he's you know, probably the biggest name in Christian hip hop. He's a Grammy award-winning artist and president of Reach Records. Uh, Not too long ago, he released his latest album called Church Closed," 4, the final chapter of his acclaimed mixtape series. We had him on in November when it released, and we wanted to have him back to talk more about it. So here's part of our conversation with Lecrae.
4: Church is a Broadway production for relevance. We traded the kingdom to build an empire. So people don't trust us apparently. We worship economy. We'll kill our own babies to keep our autonomy. You mess with our second amendment,
3: we Why did you decide we'll to make you know volumes like, you know, instead of just doing like a different album? Like why did you want to do a volume?
4: I think we realized um that there was something uniquely special about Church Closed when the first one dropped and it just kind of shut down the the, the Mixtape website, um, we realized like we, we really hit a nerve in the culture and um, there was just something meekly powerful about it. And I think my team helped me understand like, this is probably my, when I in my most freest authentic self as an artist. And so, In order to capture that consistently, where it's kind of like, hey, we're not going to have a lot of bells and whistles, and we're not going to go hunt down a John Legend feature. We're just going to make great whatever comes to mind. We're going to make the music. Um, We just, that's church clothes, And so we just said, let's do this regularly. And here we are.
3: how do you feel like you've changed as an artist and as a human since the first one dropped oh my gosh um (laughs) maybe a little bit
4: just a just a tad you know um (laughs) as an artist i definitely have grown um you know i'm extremely comfortable with my voice and um, I, I i honestly feel like i've gotten better because i'm really a student of the craft whereas um some artists just kind of live in their their moment i still want to continue growing learning and evolving um and as a person man i've just life experiences man life comes at you fast and so that's gonna transform you you know how you navigate all the experiences that you had to endure
3: So, I would also love to know, like, what would you say to someone who's coming up and they maybe have these ideas, they have this message they want to share, but they just don't know, like, where to start? Like, how, you know, how can someone get their message or their creativity out there?
4: Yeah, no, that's really good and and helpful. Um, One, I would say, um, you know, begin. You just got to begin, right? You got to begin crafting. And it's probably not going to be the greatest thing you ever made. Like, that's just the reality of it. Whether you're writing or whatever kind of art or creativity you are expressing, you got to do it. You know, my philosophy is every song that I write needs to be written. They may not all need to be recorded, uh, but they all need to be written because I need to get that out. And I would just tell a creative like, man, Go for it. Push yourself and study the craft of other people who do it well. Um, even if you don't share their worldview, and don't worry about being boxed in or pigeonholed. Like, create a new picture of what it can look like for a believer to to make great art. Um, before Lord of the Rings, there there was no Lord of the Rings, so someone had to create it. You know. Um, and and so I, I think similarly before me there was no me. It was kinda like there were there were other people doing similar things, but I had to just move in the lane that I was inspired to move in. And and um I think my mother used to always tell me, you know, if you do what you love, eventually someone will pay you for it. And I think if you do it and do it well, people will want me gravitate toward that. And um they may not pay you, but whatever it looks like, they'll be gr they'll gravitate toward it. My mama told my uncle he gonna end up on a shirt. Took me on a mission, show me how to put it work. They say when you see the option, squeeze until it hurt
0: That was LaCrae. Make sure to check out Church Clothes for wherever you get your music. It's great. All right, stay tuned. Up next, it's your look at the brand new issue of Relevant.
2: How colorful the many
1: ways you meet.
0: you're listening to none other than Lauren Daigle. The song is Kaleidoscope Jesus. Why did we play Lauren Daigle in the break? Because she's on the cover of the brand new issue of Relevant. (laughs) Um, Okay. So once again, joining me is our very own downtown Emily Brown to tell us all about the new issue. Hey, y'all. So behind the scenes, I have told people that you were away on vacation. But behind the scenes, you have just come back from vacation. So you are fresh and rested and ready to launch this issue. We're excited to have Very you Very ready. Yeah.
3: Yes. Glad to be back. Glad to share this with the world. Very excited. Uh, so our
0: summer issue of Relevant, uh, as you know, uh, since we stopped doing print magazines uh, in 2020, uh, we do four quarterly digital issues Uh, each season and this is our summer issue where we've been working on it for months Uh, like I mentioned at the beginning of the show the cover story is with Lauren Daigle she has a huge new album after a five-year hiatus Um, it is very different sound for her and that sound is intentional because it's a different season for her Uh, Emily you talk to her tell us about the conversation
3: Yeah, it was a really fun conversation Um, right from the get-go. She just was very honest about this new season of life that she's been in, Um, just all the ups and downs. But, you know, it's Lauren Daigle, so she's excited about it. Um, And it was just really cool to get to talk with her and hear it. Um, And I'm really excited for everyone to not only hear her album, but also get to read this piece and get a little more behind the scenes of what was happening while she was creating this.
0: And and not to spoil anything, but like happy-go-lucky bubbly Lauren Daigle Really opened up about like not being happily, happy, bubbly (laughs) Lauren Daigle for a couple of years. (laughs) there. like she really went through it and uh, told us all about it. So you don't want to miss that. Also in the issue, you know, we cover faith, life, culture, justice. A couple of our huge name faith leaders are in this issue. Uh, Number one, one of my heroes, Mount Rushmore. Faith Mount Rushmore, Christine Kane is in the issue talking about how to get spiritually unstuck. So many of us probably felt that for the last couple of years, feeling spiritually stuck. So we talked to her about how to like be intentional to get out of that season, which is something I think a lot of us need to probably hear right now.
3: Yeah, absolutely. I think uh, talking with her, you know, just realizing how much everyone talks about, you know, we want things to go back to normal. or We want things to be how they used to be. And she is just... In the most Christian Kane way saying, nope, that's not right. We're going to move forward. We're going to get unstuck and go after what's next. Um, and it was just a really encouraging conversation. So um, I'm, I think it's a message that everyone, no matter where you are in life, you definitely want to hear it.
0: Absolutely. Uh, here's a clip of, no, I'm kidding. <laughs> it's just going to be here preaching for a minute. Um also, hey, maybe we need that. Yeah, actually. <laughs> no show would be worse off from having a, a minute of Christine <laughs> Kane preaching just inserted into the middle of it. Um on the music side, we talked to one of our favorite bands, Arizona. Uh, they're they're I think it's a common theme with a lot of artists like coming out of the COVID era like they're just ready for something new and pursuing something new and they're doing that too
3: yeah it was really interesting i was not prepared to go so existential with them but it was a really fun conversation just talking about the way things have changed both just in their life and music even in their faith they opened up about that and i just really appreciated their honesty um throughout the whole conversation
0: arizona has been in the magazine a couple of times now but i don't think they've ever opened up about their faith lives and the fact that like Mm -hmm. One of the guys grew up in the church and it all came out in this conversation. It's really fascinating. You don't want to miss that. Uh, here's a clip of Arizona's I've been new album. Also on the culture side, uh, we talked to worship leader Naomi Rain. She... You know was on the cover of relevant she's obviously a huge part of maverick city music uh she's on a huge new tour called it's time with a couple of other major uh worship leaders um but she has a new solo album coming out and that's really what we wanted to talk to her about
3: we joked about just playing a clip of christine kane preaching and you might expect us to play a clip of naomi rain singing but that conversation i felt like i was being preached to in the best way. Um, she's got a lot of good things to say, um, and I'm just so grateful to sit down with her uh, anytime she's got some new music coming out.
0: Here is a clip of her not preaching, but singing. Here's Naomi. We with
3: desperate sound. God. heaven
0: We also talked to on the faith side of things. Uh, one of my, a friend of mine, a, a pastor that I respect immensely, Judah and Chelsea Smith. Um, we we talked to, them, like, the, what I love about Judah's preaching is he's not just a great preacher. He's also a teacher. Like there's substance in his sermons as opposed to some preachers that are just a little bit maybe more hypey, you know. Um, I love the substance of his teaching. And his wife, Chelsea, is just an amazing teacher as well. I don't know if you follow her on IG at all, but she posts... Great content. Do you follow her?
3: Uh, I have started following her after the interview because I just was uh, listening to it. I was blown away like with all the wisdom they had. It was so That's good. That's what I'm saying. Okay. Are you putting Judah on your Mount Rushmore?
0: Oh, yeah. Judah's on my current Mount Rushmore. So it'd be Christine Kane, Judah Smith. Uh, I'm going to go like an OG, like T.D. Jakes. I love T.D. Mm-hmm. T. Jakes. Um, I think you got like the Tim Keller type level.
3: Mm, yeah. He's on. Oh, oh,
0: in T right. He'd be on mine in T right.
3: If we're just going, oh, that's a good one.
0: You know, current, we've got to go current. <laughs> if we're going all time, Jesus would be on there. But if we're going sure. just current, I'd put in T right.
3: <laughs> okay, that's the most like Sunday school answer. I've ever... <laughs> Jesus would be on my Mount Rushmore if we're doing all time.
0: Yeah. Um, what about no, you? That's a
3: good, that's a pretty solid Mount Rushmore. Mine, Christine Kane for sure. Okay. Beth Moore. Okay. I'm doing all time, so I am going to include Tim Keller. Okay. Um,
0: well, then you, then you have to have Jesus then.
3: I was getting to that. Yeah, Jesus would be the last one.
0: So you put Beth Moore on par on the the faces are all side by side.
3: No, uh, Jesus's would be bigger. Is I haven't seen Rushmore in person. Is one face bigger than the others? No, they're all for
0: the same. They just face different Ooh. angles.
3: Well, on my Mount Rushmore, one would be bigger, and that one would be Jesus. Okay.
0: (laughs) And then you have Tim Keller, Christine Kane, and Beth Moore. And Beth
3: Moore. I like it. I'm feeling good about my Mount Rushmore, personally. I like it. Yeah, it's good.
0: All right. Um, Yeah, so they talk about why you should risk... Everything. It's a great, it's a great piece. You don't want to miss that. Um, let's see. We also have a thing piece. We always, we always love talking about the intersection of faith and science, and we have a piece on AI and the future of the church. And we talked to a lot of experts that are really dealing with this question.
3: Yeah, it was really fascinating reading this piece because, um, we really are at the beginning of this conversation. You know, AI has in a way been around for years, but it's really taken off these last couple months. And um, all the experts are just saying like, you know, we can't wait too long to have this conversation. We really need to be having um, and asking these questions now and trying to figure out where does the church fit into this? Um, so it was really informative and, and really insightful. So if you have a lot of questions, even if you have a lot of fears, I'd really suggest reading this piece.
0: I had a lunch last week with a older faith leader and a younger guy who worked for him. And uh, the younger guy and I were talking about AI and all these amazing tools that we now have at our disposal, uh, with obviously the AI uh, update to Photoshop. And obviously, we know ChatGPT and all the others that are rolling out very, very quickly, and all the applications that are rolling out a thousand a week, and all this stuff. Amazing tools, amazing tools. And the older faith leader, was like trying to take notes and was like I and he just stopped us and he goes I understand none of this. Like what are you all talking about, you know? And we're like never mind, don't worry about it, you know? Like but like <laughs> that's what's happening right now is like yeah. literally major faith leaders have never even heard of what's actually happening and it's happening so rapidly. It's inevitably going to shape how we create, how we interact, how we connect and uh the church definitely needs to be in this conversation. So We're trying to do our part. Um, Also in the issue, we talked to pop artist Andy Grammer. He has a new album coming out. Here is a clip.
3: What I really love about Andy's new album is that it just spreads such a really positive message, which I think is something we could all use right now.
0: Yeah. Andy Grammer. There you go. Uh, we also have, you know, justice issues. Uh, obviously it's a terrible year. I mean, a terrible year. I should probably give some qualifications for that in the sense of gun violence. It has been a terrible year. Uh, it is, uh, the top, what is it that more mass shootings this year than ever in recorded history um, since they've been tracking those things and it's getting worse. And so we're trying to take a new look at the conversation around gun reform because obviously a lot of conservatives who are in our audience in the conservative platform is second amendment rights. Don't touch our guns. And uh, in a lot of the more progressive side of Christianity, uh, it's, Jesus was nonviolent and we should turn the other cheek and we shouldn't be about guns. And so like there's these two factions Uh, not equal factions, but two factions within Christianity. And so we wanted to explore, is there a third way to talk about gun reform that from a biblical perspective, a Jesus perspective, we could maybe navigate these very partisan waters that we're in. Um, And it is a fascinating discussion with a lot of leaders in that conversation. So you don't wanna miss that piece as well. Um, We also talked to a friend of the podcast. uh, We love him, folk artist. Drew Holcomb has a new album coming out. Here's a clip.
4: I got a heart that burns, baby. I got a tree that yields fruit. I got a clock that keeps on ticking.
1: I got a ship that sails true.
2: I got a song.
3: Yeah, I've had Drew's album on repeat for uh, a while now. It's just so fun. Um You were at a lake house for the last week? I was. Drew
0: Holcomb's music is perfect for a week at the lake house.
3: Yeah, Drew, if you're listening, this is how you should be marketing your album lake right. house music. It's the lake perfect. Lake house music, vibe. mountain
0: house music. It's just like you want to simplify, detox off of tech, put on a Drew Holcomb album and just be with family and friends. You know, just, just vibe. like, just yep. vibe. Yeah. Um, All right. Last but not least, we have Icons, Switchfoot. It's the 20th anniversary of The Beautiful Letdown, and they tell us the untold story behind that album. Uh, it's a fantastic feature. Here is a clip of their remake of The Beautiful Letdown. We live, so live, so All right, so 10 features... Summer issue of Relevant, it's out now. How do you read all these? You go to relevantmagazine.com and you click on the Magazine tab and they're right there. They're available for free for you to read. It is... Ta-da! Could be simpler. Couldn't be simpler. Now, if you want a beautifully designed, enhanced reading experience similar to our print magazine, but even better because it's digital, uh, if you subscribe to Relevant Plus, you get that. You get the um, enhanced digital edition that has multimedia and video in motion and it's just beautifully designed um, and it's perfectly formatted for your tablet or your phone or your screen whatever you want to read it on Uh, you get that as part of relevant plus you can find out all about relevant plus by clicking the relevant plus tab right there relevantmagazine.com so go check out the new issue Uh, it is available right there for free or sign up to get our enhanced edition with relevant plus you won't regret it it's the best way to experience our content Emily great job you killed it team did a great job on this issue. I can't wait for everybody to see it. It's out now, everybody, literally today. Go check out the summer issue of Relevant. Thanks, Emily.
3: Thanks, y'all. Bye.
0: You're listening to Boy Genius, you know who's in Boy Genius Julian Baker, Phoebe Bridges, um, Lucy Dacus. Song is Not Strong Enough. Today's show is brought to you in part by The Chosen. Season four of The Chosen is coming to theaters nationwide on February 1st, and this season has everything clashing kingdoms, rival rulers. And when they're threatened by the reality of Jesus's growing influence, religious leaders do the unthinkable, choose to ally themselves with the Romans. As the seeds of betrayal are planted in opposition to Jesus's message turns violent, he's left with no alternative but to demand his followers rise up. So get ready, relevant podcast listeners. February 1st is the big release day. Go get your tickets now at thechosenriseup.com. Okay, so uh, if you heard a week ago, we played a summer edition of Would You Rather. Now, we want to play it with prop too. So these are just simple Would You Rather questions. Here's the twist prop. is We had AI write them. So we told AI that we wanted a (laughs) summer-themed game of Would You Rather. And this is what it came up with unedited. What we learned last week when we played with some of these questions is that AI thinks that summer is all about ice cream. What was the other thing, Jesse? It was swimming like pools. like swimming pools and ice yeah. cream was like almost every question. It was so weird. Oh, my God. I was but like, anyway. so
1: apparently AI has only seen summer in 80s movies. Yeah. <laughs> exactly right. Which is not the a bad Chinese Which isn't ice a bad cream.
0: Yep. Yeah. All right. Here we go. So here's a couple of Would You Rather's. Jason, if you want to join us, we can uh, do a three person. Hey, Jason. Yeah, I'm here. Yeah. Hi. Do you want to sing any Vanessa Carlton to introduce yourself? You know, I was real tempted, but I think Prop just brought us home on that. So I'm going to let oh, him have yeah. yeah, it. Tough yeah, to follow. Appreciate it. Yeah. All right, <laughs> Rob, you're answer. up first. Would you all rather right. have a sun visor that projects images of dancing flamingos onto your face, or a beach towel that screams every time you lie down on it? Oh, the sun visor! AI is so weird. First of all, that it came up yeah. with this a sun visor <laughs> a sun visor that, that projects images of dancing flamingos onto your face, or a beach towel that screams every
1: time you lie down. A on beach it. towel that screams like what? Well, okay. How did AI come up with that? Get off me, please. I know, I know Chad, GBT AI is just a reflection of us. It's just us. It's just pulling from things we've said and putting them all together. It's not thinking forward. It's just connecting the next word, which yeah. just means like, okay, I guess we're weird too. Anyway, go on. Jason, would you rather always to have to wear a life jacket in your
0: backyard pool or have a permanent umbrella attached to your head? Okay, this is actually a really easy one for me because uh, yeah. for folks that don't know anything about me, I'm bald. So uh, the permanent umbrella actually would be a win. I'd, I'd, what? I think I'd like that. A permanent that. umbrella uh, attached to your head? Dude, listen, constant shade. You're on a date and you want to have an umbrella sticking out of your head? Right. You know what? If it's raining, really convenient, just kind of lean really over. Is. You know, she's good. I'm good. Yeah, I'm, I'm in there for that.
1: It makes her her have to sit closer to you because you can give her shade. That's right. Scooch on him, babe. There's shade.
0: There's, yeah, no rain. It's perfect. Jesse, would you rather have the power to make ice cubes instantly appear in your pockets or the ability to summon a cloud that rains lemonade? Whoa. I'm not curating
2: these at all. I'm just reading down a list that AI wrote. I mean, the lamest superpowers ever, but I guess... The lemonade cloud.
0: Yeah. Think of how good it would be at a party, though, if you could just instantly have ice cubes in your pocket. Like, hey, I have ice. Here you go. That's gross. I'm not
2: putting that in my drink. I think, I think I'd rather provide lemonade. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Lemonade's the one. Hey, go outside. Get a, get a cup. Go outside.
0: But, but, but lemonade coming from the sky is going to make everything sticky. The, the
1: sugar after it dries. Oh, it has sugar in it? Lemonade. Mm. <laughs> could it be it's sugarless lemonade. lemonade? So it's like lemon water and you add your... And then it's... Now it's cleaning everything.
2: The yeah. diet lemonade yeah. from, from Chick-fil-A? Yeah. Splenda? I'll take either prop.
1: I have no idea. All
0: right, prop, you're up. Here we go again. No curation. Oh my God. Would you rather have okay. your ice cream again ice cream? Would you rather have your ice cream always taste like pickles or your sunscreen always smell like pizza?
1: Oh my God. Let's see. Uh sunscreen. ice cream tastes like pickles or sunscreen um well smell like pizza. I'd go with the pickled ice cream. Okay. one because like well i'm lactose intolerant so i'm not gonna eat it anyway uh and then the sunscreen one's kind of weird too because god gave me sunscreen called melanin yeah so
0: it's like <laughs> yeah, Derek informed all of our white listeners yeah. last week
1: about this <laughs> yeah it's, yeah it's called
0: melanin i'm, I'm fine uh, all right jason jason would you rather be able to perfectly predict the weather but only during a full moon or have the ability to teleport, but only to the nearest ice cream shop. Oh. Come on. Give me the teleportation to the ice cream shop. Are you kidding?
2: <laughs> Who cares
0: about the weather? <laughs> I mean, the, theoretically <laughs> you could
2: you could you could teleport across the country, just ice That's cream what I'm shop saying. ice cream shop. Yeah.
0: Just boom. Yes, let's go. I don't get this one, Jesse. All right, this is where we're going to wrap it up. We've run out of time. Jesse, would you rather have your summer vacation photos always include a photo bombing seagull or have your beach towel become a portal to an alternate dimension every time you sit on it? I don't think these are
2: dramatically different stakes here. Um photo bombing seagull in photos. Or or, or or I have a beach towel that that it alters the fabric of reality. I'm going to the beach towel, I think. Yeah, and, you know. Absolutely. I mean, that's not even a question.
0: I know. <laughs> that's so weird. Oh my gosh. Uh, like I said last week, you can play at home, just go to chat GPT and tell it to write you a bunch of would you rather questions that are summer themed? And uh you can Be just as bewildered as we are with the results. Endless fun. (laughs) For real. All right. Well, Prop, thanks for joining us, man. Again, the album is out now. Go check it out. Terraform Project. It's uh, part four. Uh, The book's out. Terraformcoldbrew.com. Use promo code RELEVANT to get 15% off. Appreciate your generosity with that. But everybody, seriously, go check it out. It's a great project. You heard a little bit of it already. Um, But go spread the word. It's a big deal. Thank you, guys. Well, before we wrap things up, I want to thank Lecrae for joining us. Make sure to check out Church Clothes 4 or uh, the remix. It's Church Clothes 4 Dry Clean Only. Came out a couple months ago. Um, It's really good. Six extra tracks on that one. Remember, the new issue of Relevant is out now. Uh, It features Lauren Daigle on the cover and a stellar lineup of amazing artists and influencers, faith leaders like Christine Kane, Judah and Chelsea Smith, uh, some think pieces on gun reform, AI and the future of the church. It's a stacked lineup. Don't miss it. It's available for free. Just click the magazine tab at relevantmagazine.com. If you want the beautifully designed, enhanced digital edition, um, it's available as part of the Relevant Plus subscription, which gives you ad-free reading, unlimited reading at relevantmagazine.com, an ad-free version of this podcast, an exclusive weekly subscriber podcast, and more. Plans start as low as 250 a month, and it is the best way to experience our content. Go check it out. You can find out all the info on the Relevant Plus tab at the website. Also, if you like the music that you hear on the show, uh, check out our Spotify playlist. We have not only Heard on the Relevant Podcast, which is our biggest one, we update it every week, but we also have a worship and indie and hip-hop playlist as well that we update regularly. You should check those out. If you don't follow us on socials, you should. We're on Twitter and Facebook all day, every day. We're on Instagram sometimes. We're on uh, TikTok even less, but that will change. By the way, we have some openings for social media content managers if you want to check that out and help boost our presence on those platforms. Okay, on that note, we'll wrap it. I'm Cameron Strang. I'm Jesse Carey. I am Propaganda. We will see you on Friday. Have a great week, everyone.
2: Straight up real witches.
1: Relevant Podcast Network.